you know that there are over 65 million Gen Xers, yet so few financial advisors focus on Gen X? Why? It's because you aren't rich. Yet. Welcome to the Gen X Money Advisor with Michael Labus, certified financial planner, certified college funding specialist, and founder of Gen X Wealth Partners. This podcast focuses on the specific needs of Gen Xers by a Gen Xer. Get ready to explore topics that will help you get your retirement on track, maximize your dollar towards your child's education, and successfully manage aging parents. We will even sprinkle in a little health and wellness, travel and leisure, and time and stress management. Come and experience the expertise of Michael and his special guests who focus on enhancing the quality of your life today and in the future. Now, on to the show. Gen Xers have unique financial needs, and Michael Labus knows that. He is a Gen Xer, and he's created his advisory practice to focus on you. In today's episode of the Gen X Money Advisor podcast, Michael explains the process he's built to make your client experience less stressful and why he's done it. Thank you, Pat. And hello, everybody. Today, I want to talk to you about how I recreated my practice from the ground up. When you do that, you have a lot of opportunities to improve upon the client experience. I try to put myself in the shoes of my client and build it for what I thought you would want. And along that process, I came up with a few themes that I thought were important. Saving time and money, good communication, and setting expectations. Before I get into that, I'd like you to imagine a scenario. You can close your eyes. All right, so let's just say you got home from work. It's 5.30, and you just sat in your car, fought rush hour traffic. You're tired. You might be annoyed. You're bothered. You get home, and what do you got to do? You have to get back in your car with your spouse and fight the same traffic to drive half an hour or so to your advisor's office. And just to make matters worse, let's just say it's raining. So when you get there, you're running in, right? You don't want to get drenched. That's not fun. Then you walk into your, the advisor's office. It's, it's very nice. It's got nice furniture. An assistant who walks in, greets you, says, hey, do you want some gourmet coffee? Do you want a snack? Do you want a water? Then you get your drink. You're hanging out there for a few minutes and then someone else walks over and ushers you into a conference room. Again, it's very nice, comfortable chairs. Finally, you start your meeting. And during the meeting, you notice, ah, you know, I forgot a statement. It's at home. These happen. This happens all the time. And well, you tell your advisor, I'll have to get that to you later. Okay. What this does is, all it does is, reduces the effectiveness of the meeting, right? It's not going to be as complete. After about an hour or so, the meeting's over. But now you're hungry. I mean, you haven't eaten since lunch. So on the way home, you stop for some food. Once you do get home, now it's probably past eight o'clock. All you want to do is relax, chill. But you can't. You have two high school kids who need your help. You spend some time with them. And by the time you finally get to relax for a minute, it's time to go to bed. And you get to do it all over again tomorrow. I asked myself, could it this be done remotely? I mean, this was something that my clients, not this exact scenario, but 
this probably happened to somebody. This is what they had to deal with. And I said to myself that there has to be a better way. And this was a problem that I thought that I could fix. So I went to work to build a better client experience. And I'm excited to share that with you today. For a Gen Xer, I think that time is our most valuable asset. And I always joke with my clients about it. And I say, hey, you know, you still have time to do the planning, but you don't have any time to do the planning. And they look at me and they're like, yeah, exactly. I'm too busy. You know, I want to give my clients back some of their time. So I developed a virtual practice. And let me tell you something. Prior to the pandemic, if you were a financial advisor and worked out of your house, people looked at you like, you know, is this guy legit? Is he serious? Is he, is he, can I trust this guy? Is he going to make it in this line of work? Pandemic happens. This idea, you know, started in my head prior to the pandemic. So post pandemic or during the pandemic, now it's a strength. This is what people want. And it took a while for, for society to accept this type of working situation. The virtual practice, it saves my clients time, money, and it also reduces stress because you are in your home, in your pajamas. I don't care. You're comfortable. Yeah, it saves you money. Like the story I just told you. Now you went out for dinner. Dinner could have been made at home, right? That probably saved you 50 bucks. And you're not driving your car. You're not spending gas, the car is not depreciating, so on and so forth. And you're also able to leverage technology. I've been doing this for a long time, 17 years. I'm not an old advisor in, in age, but I'm an older advisor in terms of how long I've been doing this. And I think that most advisors who've been doing this a long time, they get stuck in bad habits, so to speak. But leveraging technology is no longer a luxury. You have to do this as an advisor. If your advisor is not leveraging technology, he's missing the boat or she is missing the boat. So there's four technologies that I use during most of my meetings. And there's probably going to be more that I'll introduce in the future. But I want to focus on four today. The first one is Ring Central. Just like we don't call facial tissue, I'm sorry, Kleenex facial tissue, everybody's used to Zoom. Zoom is everything or Google. These terms are synonymous with actions, right? But I use Ring Central. This is the, the hub of my uh, client communication. So it allows me to you know, have meetings over the phone, on my computer, video conferences. I can fax. I can share my screen with my clients and they can do the same. So basically, it allows me to interact with my clients as if we're right there next to each other. You know, this enables me to have clients all over the country. And it's not awkward because people are used to it now. I, I think most people at least have some experience with, with uh, you know, video conferencing. The next one I, I use is eMoney. This is a financial planning software. Again, it's really interactive. I like to be able to show my clients and work with them hands-on in terms of building their plan. It allows my clients to visualize what we're doing and participate in the process. It's not me having a meeting, then going back, and like the Wizard of Oz, you know, you're off in your own little corner doing your own thing. Nobody can see it. No, I, I let my clients participate in the process. And I think that a picture is worth a thousand words. The next tool that I use is Riskalyze. This one's pretty cool. 
because it helps my clients and I determine their risk tolerance. I don't think a lot of people really understand what risk tolerance is or what their actual risk tolerance is. I think most advisors label everybody either conservative, moderate, or aggressive. But what does that even mean? If I ask that question to five people, you're probably going to get five different answers. So I like to make things more personalized and easy to understand. What the software does is it's going to give you a score from one to 99. I like to look at that as your uh, risk speed limit. So if, you're, if your risk score is 66, I would say to you, okay, you're driving down the road at 66 miles per hour. Do you understand that? And they're going to say, yes, I do. 66 is a lot different from a 45, but you know what? Both of those are moderate, okay? But there's a big difference there. So the more specific that you can get, the more personalized advice you can get. It's a huge thing to be understand the risk you're taking because I think that people inflate their risk tolerances when the market's doing really well. They don't recognize the downside. But when the market pulls back, that's when they recognize, oh, geez, I'm not, a, I'm not an aggressive person. I might be more moderate. Or it could be the opposite. But I think true colors come out when the market does pull back. By utilizing this software, in a couple of minutes, I can show my clients the risk they are taking. I can then look at their portfolio and show them the risk they are taking. And ultimately, we can determine the risk you need to be taking. And that's pretty powerful. Lastly, I use College Aid Pro. This is another software, but this one focuses on advanced college planning. And I'm going to talk about this one in the future. But just a brief taste of what this does is it allows me to show my clients the most efficient ways to pay for, pay for college, identify schools that will give them the most competitive aid packages, uh, what can they can expect from how much is this going to cost me, cost of attendance. And also, it's going to allow me to help you pinpoint schools that fit your criteria. Maybe you want to you know, have your kid you know, be within 500 miles. That was my rule that I had with my parents. Maybe it's 200 miles. Uh, maybe you want schools that are only ranked by Forbes. Uh, maybe you have a certain budget that you want to keep within, so on and so forth. But again, this is interactive, hands-on, and I can actually give my clients access to this software so they can have fun with it as well. These are the four technologies that I use in most meetings, and they allow me to interact with my clients and get them engaged, which I think is the most important thing. Uh, it's okay to be passive, but I think that you, the more you put into something, the more you're going to get out of it. The second thing that I want to talk to you about is good communication. And I think that's the, the key to any relationship, personal, professional communication. That's, that's the heart of it. And I try to make myself very accessible to my clients. All my clients, at a minimum, they're going to get an annual review. But most of them, they're going to have semi-annual or even quarterly if, if, they, if they see fit. I've also implemented ways to reach out to my clients to, to check up on them as well. One is via Riskalyze. And that allows me to get feedback on my clients' thoughts on the market. And if they're really positive about the market, I mean, that's great. But if they're not, 
if they're feeling like, well, I'm not sure about this right now, it gives me an opportunity to reach out to them to see, hey, what's going on? Why do you feel this way? If there's an opportunity to reduce your risk or make you feel more confident about your situation, yeah, that's an opportunity. Because deep down, as much as we like to think that we are financial advisors, we are not mind readers. I also can't predict the future and I don't have a crystal ball. I had some pixie dust early in my career, but I used it all up. So I'm out. It's great if we were, but communication is, is really the, the answer to uh, what we're talking about here. I, I don't know what's going on in your life unless you let me know. We communicate as much as we can, but it's a two-way street. It's as important for the client to reach out to us to let us know when something's, something's going on. I also do periodic surveys. When I'm thinking about introducing a new service or you know, looking for some feedback, good, bad, ugly, hopefully good. You know, I also want to make my clients feel appreciated because I'm in this business to help people. That's why I got started. That's why I started this company because not enough people are helping Gen X. And then lastly, you know, it's about setting expectations. That's super important. You know, sometimes clients will judge their relationship with their advisor on, on uh, market performance or some other metric, but you can't control that. If you're going to base a relationship with an advisor on market performance, how is that advisor going to manage your money? He's going to manage it really conservatively so that you don't leave. He's not going to put you in a position where you can maybe have the opportunity to beat the market, or he's just going to manage it so that you don't leave. If that's the case, then just buy an index fund and be over with it, right? But I think an advisor is going to not only help you have good performance, but help you set expectations for the relationship. You know, life happens. And like I just said, the market, it's unpredictable, especially in the short term. I actually focus on managing my client's risk because that's the one thing that we can control. And risk comes in all shapes and sizes. Uh, we're familiar with market risk, uh, but what about longevity risk or inflation? Or what about premature death? These are things that you might not think about as, as frequently. When we, I build a plan with a client, you know, we discuss each risk and we figure out you know, which ones we're comfortable accepting or to what degree, and we build around that. This way, my client is comfortable because they not only understand the risk they're taking, but they were also part of the process, which is, by the way, ongoing. In summary, my goal is to help clients save time and money by running my practice virtually. I use what I call breakthrough technologies because those have really revolutionized how we interact with clients to enhance my clients' engagement, their knowledge, and improve their overall experience. I keep my clients informed about their accounts and their feelings towards the market. I let them know about new services and keep them up to date on topics of importance, whatever that might be. And lastly, I manage your finances built around your risk tolerance and preferences. It doesn't matter what I think because this is all about you. If you're curious about learning more about how and what I do to help Gen X take control of their finances, you can go to my website at www.genxwealthpartners.com. You could also follow me on Facebook and LinkedIn. 
And best yet, you can subscribe to this podcast where I will be discussing hot topics each week to keep you ahead of the curve. Thank you for listening to the Gen X Money Advisor podcast. Click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the hosts and or guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Gen X Wealth Partners. This content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional financial advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your individual situation. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FNRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Gen X Wealth Partners is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS.